They saw each other at the same time, the orc holding his blade toward her and Neris drawing back with a stuttered scream. Her heart was once again in her throat and her trembling legs were ready to flee, but it seemed her feet were rendered immobile. The orc continued to stare at her as Neris stared at the shaking hand that clutched the deadly weapon aimed toward her. With a broken groan, the sword dropped from the orc's grasp and he slumped back against a boulder, head lolling. Neris let out a choked gasp when the sword landed on the ground between them, no longer threatening her. The orc's eyes were still on her, but his hands rested limply in his lap and his chest was heaving with strained breaths. You are wounded. Neris felt the words leave her mouth automatically and was unsurprised when the beast on the ground did not reply. You are dying. Her voice was stronger this time, more assured. This time the creature tilted his head and looked directly up at her, though it strained with the effort. When it spoke, it was with a ghastly rasp, as though death itself had a hold of him already and was working him like a puppet. Yes. Neris crouched down, laying her basket to the side and looking over the orc's frightening body. It was dressed in chain and armor, but was unarmed but for the sword. Black blood stained its red-tinted skin, and most of its clothes were encrusted with dried blood, too. From the way it favored its right side and the ragged tear in the tunic she could see, Neris guessed that it had taken a sword or knife to the gut. Here? She pointed at the spot, and the orc looked down, as though seeing the wound for the first time. He didn't answer for a long moment, examining her closely before he finally nodded. Where did you come from? She had not seen an orc since she was a child. Her family had traveled capital where she had seen captive orcs being paraded through the city in chains. There was no such creatures in these parts, the king's influence being so strong. Battle, the orc rasped. Far from here. I was left behind. Too weak. I crawled, then walked. Woke up here. How long have you been here? The beast closed its eyes and opened them slowly. Two moons. Neris could not imagine. But the wolves! The orc let out a short laugh. Still have my sword. Neris looked around, for the first time seeing blood splatters across the rocks and tree trunks, evidence that the orc had caused enough damage to at least send his tormentors running with their tails between their legs. It's no matter, he spoke again. They will be back tonight. They will finish me then. Not strong enough anymore. His eyes bored deep into hers. Unless you bring men. Now. Neris bit her lip, hands twisting in the fabric of her skirt. She should run, run hard to the village and bring as many men as she could, men armed with swords and pitchforks. They would mob the weakened creature and pierce him until his blood ran across the forest floor in streams. She stood, her feet moving her automatically back to the rough path through the woods, but she went further into the forest, away from the village. Near the small brook, she found a big tree fungus and pulled it away from its host, careful not to damage it. 
She rinsed it well and filled it with water. It only held a few mouthfuls in its fleshy furls as she took it back to the wounded orc, walking carefully over the uneven forest floor. So concerned was she about not spilling a drop that she barely paid any mind to the fact that she was so close to the beast that he could snap her neck as she crouched and brought the water to his mouth. She made several trips, the orc draining the makeshift vessel eagerly, choking and spluttering. When he finally stopped and looked at her, his eyes were clear and sharper than ever. Nerys suddenly found herself afraid. She quickly made to stand, but an iron grip on her wrist stopped her. Thank you.